You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Hello, hello. It is WLWT News 5 Today's Daily Dose. It is Tuesday morning, another day to get out and enjoy. We'll talk more about that here in a little while when we check in with Randy Rico. In the meantime, I'm Kelly Rippin with Colin Mayfield, Fletcher Keel on this Tuesday, and a couple heavy stories to get to right off the top. Uh, we had a deadly fire on Mapleport Way. Um, this was in a condo complex in Claremont County, and it's impacting a lot of people, obviously, of course, uh, the family of the person who passed away, but uh, also displacing a lot of people in the process because it was a pretty intense looking fire. We actually had drone video sent in by a viewer if you want to head to our website to see uh, more of the response th there. But um, it's the Maple Leaf Condos off of Mapleport Way uh, near 125-275 Union Township. Maybe you saw just the response over there yesterday. Uh, but yeah, a sad situation in that a person did not make it out alive. Another person was taken to the hospital. Um, we're not sure the status of that person this morning, but it took a lot of fire departments to help knock that down. And again, now we have a lot of people who are displaced this morning. So uh, I'm sure Red Cross likely stepping in. We didn't hear that officially, but uh, they usually are there for at least the immediate mm -hmm. response to try to help people um, find a place to be. But yeah, that's a that's a tough way to start the day and uh, get through this week. Um, you never you never like to see that. And obviously our fair our love heading out to that family of the person who did not make it. Yeah, and then we also got an update yesterday on that Rose Street shooting. Um, that happened in Madisonville. Um, the boy's father, 37-year-old D'Angelo Davis, appeared in court. He was arrested um, and uh, facing child's, uh, charges of child endangerment, leaving a loaded gun unattended uh, and within his child's reach. And it, I was talking to Kelly about this yesterday. I think we had another shooting like this in two or three years, last two or three years, um, and it just something obviously you never want to see, but we're getting more of an idea of, uh, of what happened at first. Obviously, we know it was a tragedy all, all the way around, but it sounds like um, people were over for the Bengals game, and then sometime afterward, that's when uh, this happened. So it happened after midnight, apparently. So um, yeah, this obviously is going to be talked about, and you know, when we have tragedies like this happen, we always talk about a renewed sense and a push for um, keeping guns locked, uh, making sure that they're safe, keep them out of the reach, things that you would think would be normal things, but obviously, you know, there's so much going on in life nowadays. I think people sometimes forget about safety at home, especially with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, some of those things could be moved. So, you know, check, you know, even at our house, everything is locked. I, we have a gun safe, all that stuff, um, just to kind of make sure because, you know, the kids at home, you never know what they get into. You know what I mean? Especially for, it only takes two or three minutes for something bad right. to go wrong. Uh, yeah. We heard from an Ohio firearms group. Um, leader saying the same thing about to stress gun, gun safety. Gun locks, you gotta have a gun uh, at home as safe. well, yeah. Um, if not a gun safe, at least keep the gun locked and out of the reach of children or in a different place. Um, maybe a locked room, we have a locked closet. Um, and a lot of folks, you know, they have different opinions on that. But either way, it's, again, it's like, you know, when we end up doing the stories about child left in a backseat, it's just something that we, you know, we know we could have could have avoided here in this sense. But um, more to come on that. Yeah, I mean, kids are curious; they don't know what's going right. on. And I, my child finds things that I didn't know were on the floor from well, I don't even know when. And they can I'm think like, it's a toy, right? right? Like, Absolutely. In our house, we have Nerf guns yes, and things. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. You're not thinking you know. there's a real life consequence right. to that. So um, definitely a sad situation. Uh, just heartbreak. I mean, you could see the whole. Like we talked about it yesterday, the yeah. police response, they were devastated. The community was heartbroken. It's it's awful. So, so understandable. Um, testimony continues today. It's frustrating uh, that this is not aired uh, or being broadcast, streamed. This is not our, our 
problem, or it is our problem, but it's not well, our fault. Not our decision, um, but right, it is our problem, Right, not our decision. Yes. Uh, Jake Wagner taking the stand in his brother's trial, George Wagner IV. His uh, brother, Jake, has chosen not to be video or audio recorded, which is frustrating, but we're getting updates from Todd Dykes, and we'll talk more about that here in a second. But he continues his testimony today. A lot of stuff was shared yesterday that we had never heard before, which we'll talk about again after we check in on the forecast with meteorologist Randy Rico. So it's been a while, but we're finally talking about rain back in the forecast. Now at the moment, you can see it's basically on the Illinois Indiana state line and moving north, which is why it's going to be almost 12 hours before it gets here. So another day with temperatures climbing into the upper 70s. You'll notice though the clouds move in pretty quickly and after about 6 or 7 PM rain chances start to go up. So as the sun goes down, rain chances increase and by tomorrow we're left over with breezy conditions, cooler temperatures for sure and a few showers up through about noon. Right, yeah, so change is coming. Um, but yeah, yesterday some pretty wild stuff was shared um, more about kind of how we got to the point of 2016 where the eight members of the Roden family were killed. Um, some of the background of what took place between the Rodens and the Wagners and child custody and concern for a child and whose idea it was, which was what all of this about. Now, keeping in mind, Jake has pleaded guilty already mm -hmm. um, to all to eight counts, to all eight counts. So um, but that was in exchange for his testimony. Right. Um, and Karen Johnson made a good point yesterday. Little surprise that someone who has pleaded guilty to crimes, their audio and video testimony is being protected by mm -hmm. the same rules that do for other people. Right. Um, but Todd Dykes has done the best he absolutely can at tweeting out kind of recaps because when he's inside the courtroom, he can have no access to technology. So he's having to scribble notes as fast as possible. And then when he gets out, he quickly types up as much as he can and sends it out. But um, that will continue today. And we have the recap because again, it is a very confusing situation yep. of who all is involved here. Mm -hmm. um, our website has more for that. Yep, yeah, we have daily recaps uh, from that day's testimony. We've got a, a, a recap of everything that has led up to this point uh, from the killings of 2017 to uh, what indictments or what charges have been filed and gone through the court system up until now. So um, yeah, we've we even heard as we were saying it's our problem but not our decision that we heard because this was highly anticipated him, uh, Jake Wagner Absolutely. taking the stand and we actually got a couple emails asking what's the point of having a live stream if he can't be shown and right. just want to reiterate that we're providing the service and it's up to the court to um, to allow people if they choose to to take the stand and be heard from there. So that's that's why that decision is made. Yeah. All right. So oh, sorry. No, you're good. Just, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Meredith's story was all about cancer hereditary testing. Perfect time to do that mm -hmm. because, you know, October Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But I think a lot of folks during this month actually learn more about cancer themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, and how it pertains to them and their history. So that's what uh, the story was all about today. Um, uh, you know, a test to try and see what your DNA looks like, if you could be a positive match in terms of um, going down the road, uh, maybe having a potential cancer at some point. Uh, it just gives you so much more of an idea and a clue into what you may have to be dealing with as you get older. And maybe you can adjust some things in your diet or, you know, where you live possibly or things that you're doing that um, maybe can help out in that. Fantastic. I actually had this done over at um, St. Elizabeth doing a story, uh, which at the at first I was kind of like, oh, this is very interesting. And then I kind of like it set in a little bit of like, oh, man, do, do I want to know this? You know, what, what do I want to know here? Um, keep in mind too to like lock in all of your insurance ahead of time and yeah. make sure everything is set up because sometimes if that is the case, they can say that you are predisposed to something 
Um, so just make sure you're you're doing all the things. And the people who do the genetic testing will walk you through all of that. They mm -hmm. are very clear. They will say, hey, make sure you check this first. Make sure you do this before we test and process anything. We want to make sure that you are set up not to be put in a bad situation down the road. But right. again, it might just be more frequent testing of a mammogram or earlier testing of a mammogram if you're younger, mm -hmm. uh, different cancers, all of that. But it is, it's a very, um, it's an interesting technology and people feel, you know, some people are very gung-ho about saying, I know more and I can do more then. Yeah, and it's, it's good to know because can some cancers are definitely hereditary. My wife and I talk all the time. Uh, my grandfather on one side and my grandmother on the other side of the family both have had bouts with cancer. So she's like, you know, when you start to get up there in age, you got to start seeing what might come your way. So right. uh, it's good to know that this this technology is here and will only get better in the future. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then the final honor flight, um, I think we've both had a chance to go on one of these. Mm -hmm. They're pretty incredible. Um, it's the final one of the year, not forever. Not ever. Uh, right. not, not ever. Right. Yeah, these are really great programs. Richard Trials does a great job of being there and kind of driving home the importance of what it's like to send veterans over to Washington, D.C. to see yep. the memorials that were built in their honor. So yeah. uh, a really special day. Yeah, it is. Um, so it's going to be a full day. They're going to see a bunch of different monuments from the Air Force, the Army, obviously Vietnam, uh, Korean War, all of those monuments that are standing. Um, so it's going to be a great day for them. They'll be back uh, 8 or 9 o'clock tonight, which obviously will have uh, some rain to, to greet them, but um, shouldn't be too tough of a time. But uh, that's today's Daily Dose. That's it. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.